So this is part of our video series where we explore V-Line and modern beauty ideals. We're going to be doing a case study on Micah, who actually works with us. Um, we've been working together for a long time, I'd probably drive her nuts. Micah is going to talk to us about what she'd like to change about the shape of her face. I'm going to be very cautious and be very conservative because I think she looks great. But I think there's some little things that she might like to do that we can use a combination of minimally invasive surgery and some medical aesthetic treatments to get a really nice result for her that's still going to look very natural and is still going to look like her, which for me is really important. So our unique approach to medical aesthetics is really a team approach where we combine surgical options and non-surgical options. So we're very fortunate to have uh, expert nurse injectors and medical aestheticians who are able to complement what I'm able to do. Uh, they're much better at the things that they do than I am and so I think when we work together uh, I think we often get really really good results and um, our patients tell us that. I'd like to introduce Lisa Roberge. She's our expert nurse injector. She's been doing this for more than 20 years. She's going to assess Micah from a non-surgical perspective, of course, knowing what, are, what the things are that I do surgically, and which is really kind of fun in our practice because Lisa will see patients who are gonna really benefit from a surgical procedure because she's seen many of my patients already. She knows what the buccal fat reductions do, what the transconjunctival blepharoplasties do, and she knows what types of things she can do to complement those procedures. So it's really kind of fun and I think it works really well. So Mike and I have been working together now for over a year and um, we've talked along the way and done a couple little things along the way and now she's excited because we're, we've put a little bit of a plan together and we're going to do a few things that are going to make uh, not a dramatic uh, impact but just do some little subtle tweaks to give her a little bit more of the face shape that she's wanting to have. The first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna start with a little bit of neuromodulators. So we're gonna use a little bit of neuromodulator around her eye to open up her eye. She's got beautiful brow position now, she's young, she's gorgeous. But we're gonna do a little bit of neuromodulator to help open up her eye area so that when she's smiling and animated and talking with her friends, she's going to um, be a little bit brighter in her eyes, look a little bit less tired, it'll stay nice and open. And then we're gonna uh, because we're trying to give her a more of a V-line shape, we're going to go down to the lower part of her face and the masseter muscle is right here and if you bite down, you can feel your masseter and on some people, uh, it can be a little bit bulky and a little bit wide and it, it widens the lower part of the face. So, uh, some people naturally have a little bit of width there and some people get that width as they age from doing things like grinding or clenching if they're stressed. And uh, if we put a little bit of neuromodulator into that muscle, it really helps to soften that muscle, slim down the lower part of the face, and it really helps with creating a little bit more of that V shape. We're also going to put a little bit um, of neuromodulator in her upper lip because my, uh, Micah is a big fan of the lip flip, so she likes to do that. She wants a little bit of rotation, so you can see when she smiles, do a little smile, that her lip gets a little bit thinner, and she likes it to be a little bit, um, little bit bigger on top. So that's what we're gonna do with the neuromodulator and then we're gonna do a little bit of filler. And she doesn't really need a lot. She's got, she's got beautiful cheeks, but we're gonna pop a little bit just underneath her eye, get rid of a little, some of that shadowing, lift that area up a bit, give her a little bit more natural highlight in that area. And um, it's a really pretty look. And then we're going to move down to her chin. So um, when Micah first came to work at 8 West, she came to ask me about doing something because she, didn't, she thought she had a little bit of fat underneath her chin. 
we took some pictures and had a look and what we decided was to, when we looked at her on profile actually, her chin was a little bit further back than her lips. So we decided to put a little bit of filler in through her chin to bring her chin forward a little bit and uh, just give it a little bit more projection and a little bit more length. So a year ago we did um, a little bit of filler on her chin and if you look at the pictures back in Instagram, you can see that her profile really changed. It brought her chin forward, it snugged up that little bit of looseness that she was complaining about under her chin and she ended up not needing to do any Belkyra. So Micah's chin is still looking really beautiful from the treatment we did. That was over a year ago. We're using a long-lasting product in the chin that really helps to build and shape. A little bit different from the product that we're using in the cheeks. Up here we're going to use something soft and flexible that's going to move when she's expressing, but in the chin uh, a little bit more uh, structure and you can see that she's still got a little bit of product there so we don't really need to do much there. We might just talk it up a little bit so it looks a little bit like it did maybe six months ago. So that's one of the things I really like about the, the fillers, particularly when we're doing skeletal augmentation, is you know the initial treatments maybe have require a little bit more volume than, uh, than further treatments, but the material can often last a long time. And I think that the perception that these are very temporary and, and, and some of my patients are asking for implants because they perceive them as being much, much longer lasting. I think actually in reality the fillers can last a long time and I think that um, because they're so customizable and because they can, you can really achieve a, a very unique shape to the chin based on the individual person, I think in a lot of ways, particularly for subtle augmentation like Micah needs, I would definitely prefer uh, injectable fillers for this over an implant. Yeah, she doesn't need very much. She's beautiful already. We're going to go very slowly. Just little, little sprinkles of neuro, yeah, little tweaks, right? Little bits. We want it to look very natural. So one of the things that we can't do with injectable materials is we can't slim the cheek. Now there is a material that we, a medication called Belkyra. There's also other enzymes that we can use to dissolve fat to a certain extent. But it isn't something that was, that is uh, useful or possible to do inside the cheeks. We also can't perform liposuction in that area either. So one of the procedures that we do do is called buccal fat reduction. And so there's a, a fat a pocket that sits between the muscles that we chew with. And I'm just gonna sort of show where that is on mica. It's basically in this area right about here. And if you just suck your cheeks in a tiny little bit, that's where the buccal fat is. So she's sucking the buccal fat into her mouth. And, and what that does is it, it makes an external uh, depression. Uh, so surgically what I'm going to do for her is I'm going to go through the inside of the mouth and I'm going to uh, put some local anesthetic in there, if you're nice. Uh, and then um, we'll make a tiny little incision just uh, at where her teeth come together, almost where you might bite, bite your cheek if you're not paying attention. Put a little uh, 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 local anesthetic there, make a small incision and then just access that fat pad. And so the fat pad is actually closer to the inside of her cheek than it is the outside. So I'm going to go in there, take a little bit of that fat out. It ends up being uh, probably the size of a walnut. Um, so it's not a huge amount of fat. And what will happen is that area of your cheek that you sort of suck in will start to become a little flattened. It's not going to, you know, draw in like crazy. It's a, it's a very subtle look. Uh, but what I do like about it is it's something that we can't really do non-surgically. Um, we can't really slim that area in any other way. Uh, it is long-lasting, which is great. Um, so we always we do want to make sure that we're doing it in patients who are not going to get super slim in there. And you've told me that in your family, you have a sort yeah, of rounder look. So yeah. I'm not really worried about it in you. 